Hey, June. What the fuck is going on, you crazy bastard? What's up everyone, I'm Shafi Malik and you're listening to the Who Dropped Popcorn podcast, The Premise is Simple. One of us picks a film that we know the others haven't seen. We all watch it and come here to discuss it. Joining us to put their hands in a pain box, chew on a poison and gas tooth and ride ah. a giant sandworm is Dave McHugh. Walk about rhythm and you won't attract the worm. Andy Newlands. Oh, you got sand everywhere. <laughs> And, and all the way from the somewhat north of England, Kyle Hammond. Boom, 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 let me hear you say whale. <laughs> whale. <laughs> boom, 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 let me hear you say whale. Whale. Boom, 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 let me hear you say whale. Whale. <laughs> 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 Man, your pussy is so fat. <laughs> sorry, I'm still like, wow. Well, sorry. Sorry, That's sorry, outrageous. I forgot about the next verse. <laughs> well, cancelled now, Dave. <laughs> Here's your warning. We'll be going into heavy spoilers. So if you haven't seen the film, we thoroughly recommend you watch it before listening to this. This episode's choice is Kyle. Kyle has chosen two films for us. The first was released in 1984 and was written and directed by David Lynch. The second was re- released in 2021 and was written by John Spaths and Eric Roth and directed by Denny Villeneuve. Yes, you guessed it. Both films are called Dune and Kyle has given us the gargantuan task of having to watch all 293 minutes of both adaptations of Frank Herbert's sci-fi classic novel. Kyle, why do you choose these films? This is awkward. Um, I actually want us to watch the 2005 film Doom starring The Rock. <laughs> if only, if only, I wish. As you, I wish as you know, we're, we're all gaming experts on this podcast, so I thought we'd discuss that, uh, that video game film. No, I'm joking, I'm joking. Well, as you all know, I'm the dude expert of this pod. I've read all the books, seen all the films, uh, watched all the documentaries and TV shows, and I wanted to educate you guys about the universe. Uh, again, I'm joking. Wow. Um, is that is that an actual stop, term, Duna, universe? It is, it is now, yeah. <laughs> and to be honest, I've never even heard of June until probably two years ago. Really? Wow. And this is just a blatant way of cashing in on getting some more listeners. Because obviously the film's, <laughs> the film's just come out. And I thought it'd be nice to have another 1984 film starring Dean Stockwell as well. Exactly. He's been in every single one of our films. He had a cameo in the mid-90s. <laughs> it's amazing. He was the main skateboardist. He's the main skateboardist. I'm actually a big Star Wars fan, and there's uh, well, I'll do a whole bit later, but Star Wars does steal a fuck ton from June the book. Um, Mm. So we'll go into that later. Mm. Cool. Thanks for that, Kyle. So, Andy, there's a lot to recap for this. So I'm not sure I can. I'm going to give you a challenge. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) I'm going to just pretend, pretend you're a publisher. And someone asks you to write <laughs> write the back the back synopsis of of the book oh, in in a 
in like two small paragraphs. Okay. So, and just sort of just, just summarize the film. And I'm going to give you oh, a time. I'm going to give you a timer. So, what's, that, what's, what's the timer? So, I'm going to give you three minutes. Oh, wow. To summarize. <laughs> oh, uh, my gosh. <laughs> Okay. Uh, so, are you ready for this, Andy? You, do you think you can do it? Yeah, I can do it. Okay, right. So, should we go? Yeah. Away we go. Hey, 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 what's that you say? It's Andy's articulate analysis. Okay, it's um, uh, a mythic and emotionally charged hero's journey. Um, June tells the story of this geezer called Paul, which is nuts, because everyone around him has got the maddest <laughs> names ever, like Hakaminis <laughs> and Bagadamas and all sorts. Except his mum is called Jessica. Yeah, it's like... <laughs> Lady yeah, Jessica. That's so mental. <laughs> that's Lady Jessica. Oh, too. sorry. Yeah. yeah, yeah, to us, actually. Um, and he is, I don't know, like a prodigal son, so he's a gifted young man, and he's born into uh, a destiny far beyond his sort of own understanding, and he... he yeah, oh God, he's like the, the Duke of something. His dad's like the Duke. He's from an important family, and they travel to the most dangerous planet in the universe to ensure the future of his family and his people survives. And this planet is very important because um, the planet has God. I don't even know if this is the right word, but a material called spice, and spice, spice is essentially. Yeah, what's that? Spice, Sp- spice melange. Okay, wow, that sounds like a badass pudding. So it sounds like a rapper. <laughs> That's what it sounds. It like. does sound like a rapper. <laughs> it sounds <laughs> sounds like Post Malone's cousin or something. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a little cousin. So, um, oh shit, one minute thirty. Um, <laughs> so, spice is yes. Yeah, so, so the the whole film is basically because of this spice, and spice is, I guess, the ring from Lord of the Rings. It's the Force in Star Wars. It's that sort of, you know, uh, type of. Uh, I don't even want to, I'm going to use the word thing. Sorry, that's so awful, but it's, it's just this thing that is like very important. And it basically helps um, traveling across space. Um, and then there's, there's basically um, lots of, uh, there's like a war um, that happens in this film. So there's the, 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 the natives of the planet who are annoyed at all the people coming to get spice. And then there's like, you know, other groups and houses um, across the, the universe that want control of the planet. And it's brilliant. And there's so much more to it. The characters are amazing. There's this big, fat bastard. He's um, <laughs> like this Scottish guy. And he's called the Baron. He's one of the best villains you'll ever see. Shall um, do the countdown music. Do, there's do, witches. Do, 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 there's, um, do. there's sand. There's sand worms. It's, 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 it's an amazing um, 15 seconds. movie. Um, Thanos is in it. That's pretty mental. It's Ten, um, it's it's nine, a film you've got to see at the cinema. Eight, it's uh, seven, if you've waited to go to the six, cinema, congratulations, five, welcome back. Get four, to see June. It's got sand, three, fire, and two, Thanos. One. There you go. Oh, sorry guys, that was terrible. There's well too done, much. That's, that's good. That's good. That was done. That was amazing. Oh, that's good. Okay. That's very good. I'm impressed. Um, I'm gonna have another well Viewers, if you're expecting um, a very complete analysis of the film's June. Uh, exploration of the law, etc. Then just switch off now because we're just four dumb yeah, guys that have never really heard of June until not long ago, and we're just gonna give us our very surface level thoughts 
and probably take the piss out of it, to be honest. But leave your thoughts on, on um, Twitter and all that, yeah? Like, yeah. tell us where <laughs> you've gone wrong. Dave. Let us know where you've gone wrong, because I want to better myself. <laughs> what Kyle's saying is that none of us have read the books. No. So none of us uh, have read the books, yeah, right? Yeah, uh, it's a film, mate, so what are about? <laughs> okay. None of us have read the books. So the fact that we'll start off with Dave, because you sounded quite surprised that um, Kyle had not heard of June earlier than t- two years ago. So how about you, Dave? What, how aware were you of, of June? Yeah, well, it's weird. It's kind of, I'm, I'm such a big David Lynch fan and June kind of sits in this weird thing that I never really wanted to watch June. Not that I would care, like David Lynch could release a hundred bad films and it wouldn't affect me in any way, but I always just didn't really want to watch June. It just didn't sit right with me. But I was always intrigued. So when Carl said it, I was like, oh, Sam. And then I watched it and I was like, wow, I get it. I get why it's got a cult following and stuff. And it's just like, it's just, it's just too much in one film. It's just crazy. It should have been a trilogy, at the very least, a trilogy or a nine-hour film, whatever it wants to be. But yeah, it, it didn't work for me. It kind of made me feel a bit sick at times and Sting was in it. And it, that, that knife fight was so bad. If you watch a good knife fight, I recommend Under Siege. And it was just, yeah, it just it just didn't sit right with me and that fat bastard just floating around, like, trying the chocolate battery. It was just weird, man. It was just so fucking weird. And it just doesn't sit right with me. But then the remake, I, I thought, it's unfair because in retrospect and in hindsight, you can make a better movie and better special effects and stuff. And, yeah, I thought, to be honest, it's bad, but don't watch the first one. Watch watch the remake. Wow. Well, I mean, there are some people that, that would disagree with you. Yeah, yeah I disagree. Some people. Yeah. I, I don't think anyone's ever disagreed with me, actually. What parts made you feel sick? Uh, have a, what do you think made me feel sick? The boils. Oh, I think it was when the big, fat, Willy Wonka rapey man was <laughs> doing the weird physical... Hug, yeah, right. That the whole boy. scene, that was it was just horrible. Mental. It was disgusting. And then he kills him, and all that was just, oh man, it just repulsed. But that, anyone ginger on screen makes me feel a bit uncomfortable. <laughs> oh, Dave, come wow. on, man. Dave, wow. come on. Wow. By the way, wow. just to, to the viewers, Dave is ginger, by the way. Dave's, Dave's mum <laughs> no, is ginger. So, what the fuck so are you talking about? I am one of those weird yeah, people. Yeah, like Shafi says, black, you're, you're, well, I have you're black hair, ginger. If I have a ginger beard, and my pubes are beard. like, kind of like a tiger. Weird. <laughs> That's mental. Okay. So, um, <laughs> thanks for that answer, Dave. <laughs> yeah. Just, I don't want to go into the law, but I, I said I wasn't going into the law, but in the books, he's actually a pedo. Wow. He, like, he rapes yeah. kids and shit. But obviously, the right. Wow. Like, oh, wow. So that, that's a bit much. We'll leave that out of the film. To be fair, like, um, Julian Anson is, is my favorite girl ever. So. I've got no problem with ginger people. Is the rest of the episode you just apologising to ginger people? <laughs> mom, I'm sorry, mom. I'm sorry, mom. <laughs> By the way, TFI Friday was my favourite TV show. Um, <laughs> I love Garfield. <laughs> exactly. Wow. Yeah. No, no. I'm just saying. I, I really fancied Julian Anson. Okay. Right. Even now, actually, I say back in the day. Even now. Have you ever done anything to Ed Sheeran? Or are you all right? <laughs> 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 let's, just say, just, let's just say I stuck a few pages of an FHM magazine together. <laughs> wow. 
It's worth a lot of money that now, Dave. <laughs> ah, I know. <laughs> Andy, what was your awareness of Dune before Kyle announced the films? Zero. I am just like most other films that we've listened to. I had zero percent awareness. Wow, how have you not heard of Dune? What's wrong with you guys? Jesus. Yeah, I'm I'm quite surprised you guys haven't at least seen the, the book in a bookshop, whatever. But uh, these two have never been in a bookshop in their lives. <laughs> yeah, just... Oh, whatever, mate. I had library cards at junior school. <laughs> 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 I used to love those days. Go in and like read about Bigfoot. Yeah, you just go in and rent a film. Kyle, what are your feelings now that you have now I've seen both films that you've chosen? Do you regret the choice? Or no? Uh, no. Yes, you do. You do. Come on. Be honest. Tell I don't know. Just tell the truth. How a lot of the reviews the of the truth. of the the new film are either it's it's amazing or I'm not sure. No, nobody's given it a bad review. Uh, the first film, I'm glad I've watched it, and I actually quite like its fucking weirdness. It's weird as yeah, fuck. Yeah, it's mad, isn't it? It's just. Yeah. I want to watch it six times. I want to watch. And to it be six honest, times. like if we're comparing it to other films from that year, so you know. What we've done on here, so Buckaroo Bonsai. I prefer it to Buckaroo Bonsai. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't think I prefer it to Blood Simple. Dave's going to kick off it. I probably prefer it to Paris, Texas. Fucking obviously, that's fucking mental. It's it's just fucking weird. It's, I mean, the the stuff I didn't like about it was was required though. So there's so much exposition at the beginning where just like people just talking, explaining shit. But without that. You have no idea what the fuck is going on. And I, in places during the new film, as stuff's happening, I'm like, oh, I know what's happening here because I've seen the previous yeah. film. Whereas people who had never seen that film would be like, what the fuck is going on here? I have no idea. Well, there's so much internal monologue, isn't it? It's just constant internal monologue. I mean, I, I, hate, it, like... I hate it. I hate it. I that. Really hate it. Yeah, that. it's just constant. It's like, if I don't catch that thing, it might kill me or it'll kill the person that comes in. It's like, but it's yeah, all whispering. It. It's I, I hate yeah. whispering oh. in films. Yeah. I hate You're not going to lie you. You're not going to like the new Batman film, then. Has he got an internal monologue in that? Yeah, it's He's really got an internal monologue, and he yeah. whispers in it as well. Maybe Maybe you heard that really? That's, I remember I, sh- I sent you that thing, and then the trailer sort of, you hear a bit of it in the, tra- the new trailer as well. Yeah, but are you sure that's a film? He, goes, he, goes, so, he says, someone started a fire, and Riddler's the match. Do you remember that? No. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he, he's, but yeah, anyway, go on. I want to come back to that Batman trailer in a bit, actually, because I've got something else to say. Well, what, you can talk about it when I'm not listening. Okay. It's not, not going to be a spoiler. It's not going to be a spoiler. It is. It will be, because it whatever you it say, won't. it will increase my knowledge of it, so it spoils. So I will, honestly, after the, after the podcast, thank you very much. Yeah, so Andy, what was what were your feelings after... Watching that first film, then, as in the nineteen, I'm guessing you watched the 1984 film before yeah. the 2021 film. So, what would we all did? Yeah, we all watched. We all watched that one first. Yeah, I believe so. Nah. Yeah. Oh, no, I didn't. Shaffy, didn't you? No, I watched half of it before the 2021 film, and then I watched the second half after it. Yeah, but that, that did where where you stopped? Did that? Did the 2021 no, version no, go no. beyond that? No, no, no. I kind of stopped it just when there was the attack on House Atreides. So you understand what's happening then, because it's made quite clear in the first film that the Emperor has given uh, control of Dune to double-cross them and get the Harkonnens involved in the double-cross, whereas the new one didn't make that clear at all. 
And it wasn't until Duncan Idaho says something like, oh, they double-crossed us, that you realised? Didn't um, it come from... I can't remember now. It's all such a big blur now. But anyway, okay, mm. I, if you say so... I might be wrong there. Dave, Andy, interrupt. Am I wrong there? Honestly, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. It's mad. I'm just not sure. You watched the uh, new one at home, so you probably have probably better recollection of it than... Ah, uh, well, no, no, because I watched it at home. I was very much kind of like nodding and there's only when I put the headphones in that I was kind of awake that was sort of like me in, in the cinema anyway hmm? Andy uh, so yeah what were your feelings of the original film right so point one wish I could go back in time and not have watched the first film when I was knackered I suggest hmm. if you're watching this film take a day off work and you start watching <laughs> it at nine o'clock in the morning when you're fully focused because there's a lot going on so it's insane me, isn't it yeah I actually, I loved it, to be honest with you, but I didn't enjoy watching it. I know that sounds mental, but I had to watch it over two days because the first 30 minutes, like some of the stuff, like when there's like a space worm firing out a laser from what I think is its anus, and that is (laughs) spice exiting (laughs) the buttock hole, and that allows... (laughs) space to fold in uh, that was too much for me i was like oh, i can't I, I fucking i got a big day at work tomorrow i can't i cannot cope with this um and then so i was like all all the next day i was like oh i cannot be asked to watch the rest of this film but i did watch it and i loved it i thought it was amazing yeah like, it's, it's weird isn't as it? i say yeah. I, yeah it is weird like i don't like i didn't enjoy so watching you, it so it sorry was, you but we are just talking about the 1984 film 84 yeah just the 84 film for me it was different i actually I liked the madness of it. Like, I liked the inner monologue and just the crazy shit that was going on. And, like, it was kind of haunting at times, like a haunting sci-fi. And I actually think the new film could have done with a bit more of that. It kind of lacks the madness of the the first one. Yeah, 100%. So, for me, yeah, really tiring film to watch. So much going on that, you know, like Dave said, it shouldn't have really been one film because, obviously, I didn't know anything about it. But at the end, I was like, Jesus Christ, there's... Like I, I didn't know there was a book, but I was like, "There's definitely like books involved here because mm-hmm. that could have been three films, and you could have learned so much more about the different houses and the witches and the powers and spice and all the rest of it." So, yeah, a tiring, tiring watch. But um, it's one of those films that once you've watched, I like thinking about it now, and I'm quite glad. Not in the same manner, but like I like sometimes thinking about Darth Vader and Anakin and all these crazy stories with June now I now have that same ability to just ponder on that universe and that world so I think it's cool uh, and I really enjoyed it um, but I it made me really excited to see the new one because obviously the 80s you know and I can't blame it it was in the 80s but I was a bit gutted at like some of the effects and stuff granted it was the 80s so with the new film I was like holy shit they could um, yeah. they could really do something special here but what I found in the new one is they nailed it on the like CGI stuff, but it lost some of what I felt was the sort of core positive attributes from the first film that I loved, like the yeah. madness, the I'm in LSD world. I wanted more flying worms and crazy lasers. And, you know, the Baron in the first film was one of the fucking most mental villains. Like, he's disgusting. Mm-hmm. It was horrible watching him. And I was really disappointed with how the Baron was portrayed in the new one. I didn't get that same villainous vibe. So I'm, I'm very conflicted with this whole, with this whole film. Um, 
I might even just go a bit further, but even, even when I was in the cinema watching the the new one, I, I really struggled. It was, and it might have been late, and I might have been tired again, but I was, I was almost bored in parts. I thought it was quite slow, and then there was amazing scenes. I was like, fucking hell, that's great. And then I was bored again. With the first one, wasn't so much bored because there was always something crazy going on. So overall, I was disappointed with the films, but I'm really, really glad I have been introduced into the universe. The Juniverse from now on. The Juniverse, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Dave, um, you've got opposite feelings to Andy where you prefer the remake. So tell us what you think the remake has got right that the 1984 version uh, didn't get right. Well, it's, uh, it's a bit unfair of me to say that because obviously the special effects work better and stuff. I just quite liked it. it always, I always found it just looked quite cool, this this remake. It just looked cool. It had that grey kind of effect at all times. And it just, frankly, it just didn't try to put three films into one film. I felt that it was about the right amount of time to tell the story. I thought they got the balance right. But I do agree with Andy to some extent. I was quite bored sometimes. I think they could have probably done it in two hours, if anything. So it did drag a bit at times but I just felt yeah let's do it if you, you cannot put that much into one film that's where June massively falls down the original 1984 one it is just it's just impossible to follow I don't care who you are you cannot take that film in in one watch you're like yeah. what the fuck is going yeah, on you it's- need a break there was that bit before the third act wasn't there where it was just all exposition where mm. it's like six years it's have passed. Crazy. So that woman, yeah. sorry, the, 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 the princess that was at the beginning, you hear a voiceover again saying six Sean years Young. have passed. Bloody, no, 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 uh, Virginia oh. Madsen, princess. Oh, the girl from Sideways. Yeah, Virginia um, Madsen, but yeah. I don't know what the character's name is. So yeah, she's at the beginning on screen, isn't she? But then she, before the third act, she comes back and she's like, does all this exposition saying this has passed. It's like, well, wait a minute, that could have been two hours of the film. film in itself, yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. Yeah, to the max. Okay, so... What about you, Shaf? Because when you left what, the cinema, what about me, you motherfuckers? looked like you wanted to... No, 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 wait, wait, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Dave, you... It's nice, by the way, it's very nice of you, Andy, to ask because you guys get very self-obsessed on this podcast and you don't even ask Excuse me, me excuse me, I did a whole video... <laughs> And that video broke the internet <laughs> with the amount of views it, it got. <laughs> <laughs> no, but Dave, Just very quickly, said- Shafi, I forgot to ask you your favourite Bond in that video. So who's your favourite Bond? <laughs> He's my favourite Bond actor. Yeah, I forgot to ask that. Sorry. Timothy Dalton. Nice. Legend. Mm, gritty. Just <laughs> <laughs> the best. Oh, but Dave, you've, you, it's sort of odd because I thought you would start this podcast raving about the film we saw together because you left the cinema saying that was amazing. And you even texted it in our group saying that was amazing. So it was why, amazing. Why it was amazing. Muted? Because okay, I, I, because I can't, it's weird. I just, I, I don't know why I found it amazing, but I don't really know why I, I need to watch it a few more times again. Like the first one I have to watch six times. This one, I probably have to watch two or three times. It was just, it really sat well with me. I just thought it was cool. I just, I really, really enjoyed it, but don't ask me why, if that's the case. Yeah, see, I, want, I wonder what it would have been like to watch without watching the 84 one. Yeah. Because the problem I had with it is all the time I was watching it, I'm yeah, comparing I'm it to the I'm 84 one. Yeah. I'm, I'm comparing it to the storyline. I'm like, hang on, that's not right. That's not right. So I'm kind of a bit gutted that I watched the 84 one, but, you know, shit happens. Kyle, so, yeah, we, yeah you haven't really talked about the remake then. So what what, what are your feelings towards this remake. I just want to just answer to what some of the other guys have said. I kind of agree with Andy that 
I preferred the Baron Harkonnen as like the ginger covered in warts guy. But I did find that Stellan Skarsgård kind of bold dude was way more threatening. Whereas like the ginger guy was just like fucking a bit weird and disgusting. creepy. Yeah. yeah, disgusting and yeah. creepy. But in the remake, it just it seemed way more threatening. Just like that bit where he's in like the oil bath. It's just fucking weird. Yeah, it's weird. Like, no. Yeah. You reminded me of Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> in fact, there's a, I've watched a video on YouTube and someone did a side-by-side with um, Apocalypse Now. Apocalypse Now. Yeah, and he's, he's like, wow. he's got the bold head and he does that. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, and he puts his hand down his face, yeah. He is very, he is channeling Colonel Kurtz. Yeah. I'm going to go in the bath later and do that with Radox and I'll post it to Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you. What I quite like, though, is I think that um, Danny Villeneuve was probably like, right, we're going to make them ginger again. And the shooter like, whoa, that's offensive, man. You can't make them ginger. Mm. All right, I'm, I'll make them bold instead. As a man that's going <laughs> bold, I'm offended by that. <laughs> sure. Okay, let's just, let's get this right. Say after me, Villeneuve. Villeneuve. Right, what did you say, Villeneuve? <laughs> no, I said Villeneuve. It's like, yeah, the, Jacques, it's like Jacques Villeneuve, the racing driver. Come on, man. All right, okay, all right, sorry. Yeah, <laughs> nice. So, and do you regret not watching the remake in the cinema? Uh, yeah, yeah, I think I do because oh, this might go on a tangent here, but I'll, I'll bring in the Batman thing. Um, mm. Yeah, the visuals are stunning. So apparently the visuals, I mean, they look great on my telly, I'm sure on the IMAX screen or even on just the cinema screen, they look amazing. Does that make a good film though or a great film? Not always, man. I don't think it does. Just because you've got great cinematography and great imagery, if the script's not there in that, then I don't think it makes a great film. And that's why we've seen the Batman trailer and we're like, holy shit, the cinematography and the, the imagery in this looks fucking amazing. It doesn't mean it's going to be a great film. Yeah. But comparing the two films to so the 1984 film, I did like, I thought it was weird as fuck. I thought the exposition was too much. I didn't like the inner monologues. The new one, I, to be honest, I... If I'd not seen the original, I would have struggled to kind of know what the fuck was going on. But mm. despite that, I thought it was safe. I thought the, the remake was safe. Yeah. Safe in what way? I just like the lynchness of the original. Just weird as like, there's like mm-hmm. fucking what they called the, the weirding guns. Like the way they, they point a gun and then shout and that powers the gun. What yeah. the fuck? That's, That's so weird, weird as fuck, man. Who comes up with that shit? I don't know. You mean the cookie monster guns? Because <laughs> I've heard a voice like that. Yeah. <laughs> I prefer the Minecraft cookie. force fields in the yeah, exactly. <laughs> It's fucking amazing. Like, like, it's like yeah, it's nuts, wasn't it? Yeah. Apparently yeah. that's the that first really CGI good. on top of a human body in cinema history. So it's tremendous, that. Yeah. CGI. CGI on top of a human body. So they've done CGI just... before. So like st- the original Star Wars film actually has CGI. You know the the target thing when they're stay on target? It's like do 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 that's one of the very early uses of CGI in, in cinema. But this in June is the first use of CGI being over on, t- on top of a human body. Wow. So rotoscope, computer well, It probably wasn't rotoscope, it was just some nerd drew it. I've got to say, man, the, um, some of the scenes in the new one where like, the Duke's gone down in his dragonfly helicopter to get the guys out of the machine and you see the worms coming in. Yeah, that is spectacular in a cinema like that. Is, yeah, I know the fight that, was that so I've cool. seen at night time was awesome, but Christ Almighty, we've come a long way from Tremors. That was unbelievable. <laughs> Did you guys have you got IMAX yet? Then you guys, no, no. no. So Shaf, I was going to ask you because when we left the cinema, you looked like you wanted to kill yourself. Um, <laughs> no. And then, uh, so I get the feeling you hated everything about June. 
<laughs> or or uh, let, let's put it in, in your words, it wasn't your cup of tea. Yeah, I, I think that's probably it. It's just we're yeah. not. I could sort of go around and maybe I'll leave it to the end. But yes, let's yes. talk. Let, yes. Let's talk. Let's talk about the things we like because you said you want your corporate sandwich, don't you? So what? Who? So if we go take it in turns regarding who our MVP actor is from the original and from wow. the second film. Andy, we'll start with you. Who was the... You hear that typing away? Because yeah. Andy's look, Googling <laughs> the, the cast. characters. <laughs> Shafi, please, please go on a rant later, because it's great. Please do yeah, it. Yeah, go on, Traff. Yeah, not right, now. So my, my, my MVP from um, the first one, I'm not going to say Patrick Stewart, because like, that mullet was... Just, it was up until the mullet. <laughs> like, this, is <laughs> this is outrageous. But it, it was the Baron... Like the Baron really mm-hmm. affected me. He it was it, it was like when we were in junior school. And do you remember we watched that the fucking that alien, the man with no oh, face, the like, thin man, stuck, the thin man. It was like there's just certain characters over the years that were just stuck yeah. with me. Like the Baron, yeah, yeah, yeah. from the '84, haunt you forever. Sorry to interrupt no, no, you, ahead. but has any has any anyone rewatched the Thin Man scene as an adult? I don't remember it at no, all, man. I, I don't I, know what you're talking about. Sh- oh my god, I don't remember the thin man. Kyle. I remember the boy from space. I remember Stig the dumb. Yeah, it's from boy from space. Yeah, it's the boy from space. It's it's basically the first. His dad, I think, the boy from space's dad first appears, right? And he like sort of appears in this like um, these. uh, What would you call? What would you call the area, Andy? It's sort of like a. It's sort of like sat like sand dunes, and and you see him. The kids, the kids notice him in the distance, and then like it's unbelievable. And then they're like, oh my, oh my God, he's coming closer. And like, it, it honestly fucks me up for like most of my childhood. And watching it as an adult, yeah. watching it as an adult, yeah. watching it as an adult, it's just as traumatic. It, just if you, what, if you type in the thin man, boy from space, and think these, these, te- these teachers basically sat everyone in front of the TV and they probably went outside and had a fag. They're like, yeah, yeah don't worry about that. Yeah. Nutters. Fucking Nutters. Put a boy from space on while we kind of talk about, you know, what, when, when we're going to Thackeray's over the weekend or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to make my kids watch it, man. I'm going to make my kids watch it tomorrow. No, yeah, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. It, it's I'm going to really... make them watch the Robocop death scene as well. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. Okay, so I'm, sorry, I'm Andy. I'm going to change my, my film choice and we're going to watch the <laughs> boy from <laughs> space. Fucking... <laughs> <laughs> It's a TV show, uh, so you, we might have oh, sort fuck. of a, a bit. <laughs> most of it is just teaching us how to spell, but in in between it, in between episode, <laughs> in between teaching us how to spell, they basically make you shit shit yourself. Uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, okay, right. Sorry, Andy. So the, yeah, no, no, okay, no, the Baron. No that was awesome. The, yeah, the so the Baron played the Baron in the first. Yeah, film, and then what about the second? A... So that guy, uh, Kenneth McMillan, I've never seen him in anything before. I've no idea who he is. I don't know if you guys seen have seen him before. him before. I can't remember where I've seen him before, though. I'm pr- pretty sure I've seen him before. Dave, do you think you've seen him before? <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. I'm not sure from what, but I definitely have, yeah. Uh, Andy, you're the MVP of the second film. What, what yeah, would you so say there's, that is? There's, there's quite a lot of choice. So I could go with that Stellan Skaskard or whatever, like the new Baron, but he, because the first Baron was so badass, I, I just I don't feel like I'm... I can go with him. I'm not going with Dave Bautista, that crazy fucking wrestler like Golden of the Galaxy. No, Dave Bautista. Aquaman. I was thinking about him, but no, I, that was that was a bit. My much man. Me. 
So <laughs> it's a toss-up. <laughs> it's a toss-up between um, Oscar Isaac and Josh Brolin. But I think oh, yes, I'm nice. going to go for Josh Brolin, who played Gurney Hall, I think. Um, Alec. Gurney Alec. Alec. Uh, sorry, on my computer screen, it's just cut off after the second Because <laughs> he was just quality, like, just as a general going into battle and that, the the nighttime battle scene when when he oh, was oh, leaving mate. them, I was like, fucking hell, this is, mate, this yes, is what the cinema's quality. all about. So, um, yeah, I'm going to go for Josh Brolin. Okay, how about you, Dave? What's your MVP of the first film and the MVP of the second film? What does M- MVP mean? Oh, fuck off, man. Most oh, valuable penis. Yeah. Just say Sting and then Javier Bardem. And then we'll move on. <laughs> <laughs> like generally, what, what do you mean? Most, Most valuable, valuable player. player. What you say? Never played NBA Jam. You insane. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Never listened yeah. to rap music, Dave. Fuck me. Um. Ooh, good question. Well, for the, for the first one, I'm going to give it to Carmel Clockland. I, I do I, I'm a big Carmel Clockland fan. And then the second, I'm gonna give it to uh the woman from Mission Impossible. She was by far my favourite. Rebecca Actually, Ferguson. No. Oh Lady Jessica. Rebecca Ferguson, Actually, maybe yeah. maybe in the first one it might be the French guy. The Duke. What's his name? Oh, what's his the name? Dad. Mm. Luke. Yeah the dad. Yeah. Oscar um, Isaac. He's not he's not French. Oscar Isaac. No no yeah no, 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 no he's in the, the first, first one. one. Oh yeah. He's German, I think. Jürgen Prock now. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. Probably is French, yeah. <laughs> he was in Dust yeah, Boot. So. Judge Dredd, don't remember that. The original Judge Dredd. He was in, I'm sure he was like a baddie in, in some kind of film like The Glim Man or something like that. But yeah, yeah, no, I'm a big fan of him. I think he's a great actor. But yeah, yeah, probably, but definitely Vinci Code? Uh, Mission Impossible Woman. Yeah, Rebecca Ferguson, yeah. I thought yeah, she I whispered. I thought she whispered a bit too much. Yeah, but I, I'm such a fan. I can't believe how much you hate whispering. I never knew this. <laughs> Basically, right? I, I used to be whispering. Man. As you know, I used to be in a band, so my hearing is fucked. Yeah. Like it's proper fucked. <laughs> so even even watching it with the AirPods in, like you've got all this fucking loud music, like Hans Zimmer just kicking off, and then oh, oh, with me, Paul. Like what? What the fuck is she saying? I can't hear. Yeah. <laughs> I tell you what, I never thought even I'd in the say cinema with Bond, Leah Sadu was just like, "But James, I love you." Like, <laughs> just fucking talk. Mm. <laughs> wow! 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 <laughs> <laughs> I think we're going to start a new section of this pod called Whisper Watch, where we uh, go through a film <laughs> looking for the whispering, and I just moan about the whispering. <laughs> Uh, there are so many films where you think like you have to rewind it once, rewind it once, right? Subtitles oh, now. It's mate. so frustrating. It's like, what the fuck did you just but, like, say? Blood Simple, when I had to read the script on some of the fuck that Texan was going on about. Sorry to bother you. They did fucking mumbles a lot. Proper mum. I was like, what the fuck are they saying? Lakeith Stanfield is sort of, his cadence is sort of like that. He- yeah, I had to put the subtitles on for Sorry to Bother You. I'm upset, but I did. Okay, and how about you, Kyle, your MVPs of both films? Uh, Sean Young for the first one, because I love Sean Young. And for the second (laughs) one... Who the fuck uh, is Sean Young? uh, (laughs) She played the Zendaya's character in the first film. And she was Rachel in Blade Runner, and she was (laughs) in... Ace Ventura played Fed Detective. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. 
Yeah. Can you believe like that was a film? Ace Ventura wouldn't get made today. Like it just wouldn't. Like when he's like kissing, he's like brushing his teeth and stuff in the shower. Like that just wouldn't yeah, get yeah. past. Uh, I don't know. And for the second film, uh, I don't know. I'm gonna I'm just gonna say David Dasmalchin because he's a guy on the up. I like him. He's a cool guy. <laughs> he was great. That's cool. That's a really cool shot. If you watch the latest uh, Suicide Squad film, he was really great in that. So what, forget Is this he? film. He was. Uh, Polka Dot Man. Oh, right. Okay, right. Okay. Have you seen yeah. that? No, I was trying to think, figure out who the actor is, but now, you, now you've said both those films, I know who you're talking about. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was in the Dark, the dark Knight, like, years he's ago. In, yeah, like, he's, like, practically a bit role in, like, lots of Ant-Man yeah. he was in. Yeah. That's right, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He's the Barbara yeah, yeah. guy, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. He was in uh, yeah. Blade Runner 2049 as well. He has a most brutal he's in, well, death he was in that the, film. Um, he, he was in uh, Prisoners. Well, wasn't he? I don't remember him Prisoners. that. I've not yeah, seen he's that for years, but... oh, he's okay, like right. suspect. He gets beaten up yeah, by Jake yeah, Gyllenhaal. Yeah, he was like faking it. That's such a weird character, wasn't it? His death in Blade Runner twenty forty nine, where um, the replicant just like chops him on the back of the neck, and he just like collapses on the floor, just spitting blood out while he's on the floor. <laughs> grim, grim man. Yeah, you rewatched or you watched Sicario and Blade Runner in preparation for this? No, I, right? I think I didn't get around to Sicario, but I. I had to rewatch the original Blade Runner because I'd not seen it for 10 years and I'd seen it twice. I still couldn't remember anything about it. So I had to rewatch the original Blade Runner. I said to you guys, I think I watched the wrong version because I watched the original theatrical mm. version. And then I watched it's 2049 really, as well. It's not really the wrong version. Some people love that version. Yeah, I just, Blade Runner's not for me. I discovered during watching those two oh, films what? that it's not for me. Again, Blade Runner 2049, amazing visuals, but it's, it, yeah, it's, okay. Stop. it's okay. Yeah. I love them both so much. But I love the first one off the chain. Every time I watch it, I love it more. The opening of the new film was one of the fucking most mental openings ever. Yeah. Like, what was that? They did what? It's like, I couldn't it believe cookie, what was going it was on. the Cookie Monster voice. Like you suddenly you hear the. Do you, is it the Cookie Monster voice? And then you see the the little quote. It was. You can't just go from like welcome back to the cinema, go and have a coke to that. Mm. It, it was just fucking, and I was like, shit, this is going to be fucking crazy. Is that those weird yeah. fucking worm Jabba the Hutt people? Them, I think so. It? I don't know what the fuck yeah. it was, but I, I turned to Shafi and Shafi was like laughing his fucking head off. Like, <laughs> he was like basically saying, like, we need to film us watching this film. And then I was like, here we go. <laughs> it was, honestly, fucking nuts. <laughs> so yeah, Kyle, you said you want to talk about Star Wars. Yeah, so, I mean, I'm a big Star Wars yes, fan. here we go. I know Shafi hates Star Wars, so I'm doing this just for you. I hate Star Wars. I don't you know. Do. Just you you've got Star a group Wars. called Shafi and Mark hate Star Wars. Because <laughs> basically, you, you refused <laughs> to watch The Mandalorian, and Mark was like, I'll just finish the latest series of The Mandalorian. Meh. I was like, fuck oh, off, man. I know. <laughs> Mark, if you're listening to this, watch it again, because I'm outraged. We'll text him and say, Mark, you're in this episode. You need to listen to it. <laughs> well, um, the, man, the guy that shot Mandalorian um, shot the second film, didn't he? The cinematographer. Yeah. Greg yeah. Fraser, right? Holy uh, shit, Kyle, remember so. that, that worm in the Mandalorian in the desert scene? Yeah, so that was probably crazy, similar to the, the Sarlacc pit worm or whatever. Yeah. So, wow. But here, obviously, so, I mean, although the film came out after, the book was 1965, so, like, quite a bit before Star Wars came out. And apparently when the first Star Wars film came out, Frank Herbert, who wrote the book, was like, I might sue them. I really hated that wow. film. Wow, wow. So basically, Arrakis, I love that. That Arrakis is a great name for a planet. Yeah. 
Arrakis and Tatooine are basically the fucking same thing, aren't they? Yeah. So Arrakis has dual moons, but Tatooine has dual suns. Yeah. Sand crawlers are basically the, they're literally the same. Yeah, sure. Fuck so no. there's the sandworms in June, and then you've got the Sarlacc pit in Star Wars. But in the special edition Star Wars, Return of the Jedi, they actually made the Sarlacc look quite similar to how they look in the 1984 film. So in the original film, it was just like a hole. But then when they did their special edition, you actually see like a, a worm thing come out of the hole, which just looks wow. exactly the same as they did in the 1984 film. Uh, spice is a drug in both. So Han Solo is a spice runner. <laughs> Holy shit, yeah. The voice that the Jedi Bezerit do and what uh, Paul Atreides does yeah. is basically Jedi mind control, isn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah it's yeah. mad. That's what I was really blown away with when she when when they were sort of on that spaceship together. I was like, whoa, that is literally just mind control. Yeah, yeah it's mad. Where is Daniel Craig as a stormtrooper in that scene? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, in the original film, you, you meet pre- Princess Aaliyah, who is Paul Atreides' little sister who grows Rest in really peace. quickly. Rest um, in peace. Who? Some Aaliyah, the R&B singer. But anyway, go on. Yeah, Princess Aaliyah, Princess Leia, and then the big slug creatures are basically Jabba the Hutt, aren't they? So, yeah. There's probably way more, but... This is just off the top of my head. There's probably way more, but I've, I've not read the books and stuff, um, despite being... Please get this information out there, Kyle. I'm sure there's a YouTube video on it already, man. There's... Just search June mm. on YouTube. It's fucking mental. But also, the so a new hope was top ten things missed from June. So, um, a new hope was released in nineteen seventy seven, right? Yeah, but the book was sixty five. So, Jodowski um, was developing. Is that how you pronounce it? Yeah. He, uh, he was uh, making a, a June film that was set to be released in nineteen seventy seven. Is that right? I know it was 70s, yeah. There's some weird fucking stories about this. Like, he wanted... Who did he want in it? He wanted uh, Paul Atreides to be played by Mick Jagger. Yeah. Wow. And, and he wanted the dad to be played by Salvador Dali. Nice. Great but apparently Salvador Dali was like, I'll charge you a million pound a day. So they were like, okay, we'll just get him to do a load of voiceovers on one day and just dub that voiceover on someone else. It's fucking weird. I don't fucking know. But in the end... <laughs> I've just got it up here now, but in the end, they wanted to. Um, I think he wanted to make it into fourteen fi- or a fourteen-hour film. Wow! And they were just like, "No, <laughs> go away." <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's docu- a documentary about it, which I've not watched. It's yeah, probably yeah, yeah, very the, good about it. Yeah, it's supposed, good, to be yeah. Very, it's supposed to be really good. That. So, Andy, do you think if yes. they do release a part two for this, uh, one thing is, were you aware? Oh, that- and Pink Floyd were going to do the soundtrack. Oh yes, naturally. So yeah, the the 1984 version was done by Brian Eno and um, what's that band called? Toto. So Brian Toto, Eno, yeah. uh, Brian Eno only did the main theme, the which yeah. need Andy to do a voiceover for before this episode. Oh, um, no worries. The rest was I really liked your Hey June song. I, I think hey we should keep that. Yeah. <laughs> But the, what I loved about the original, um, when they're riding the sandworms, it's just like a proper, like, air guitar. Like, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was proper Flash Gordon. Mad Max. Well, yeah, they, sh- they should have had a guy with a guitar just on the sandworm going. That's all I was thinking. Where's that fucking bass player from Limbiscuit Uh So, yeah, so Andy, if they make a sequel now, would you yeah. be interested in watching it? Well, yeah, they, unless this, I... they're going to make a sequel, aren't they? Unless this is, does terribly. Wow, yeah. It's done quite well, apparently. So they're probably... Yeah, I, I, 
it, it's weird this like yes I, I naturally i will go and watch this not not because i enjoyed gosh it's funny this i it's like i was saying i haven't really enjoyed the films but i've really enjoyed the experience of having this universe opened up to me and being able to think about it because like it's like dave was saying like there's so much going on all the time it shouldn't just be one film but it's um it's just cool to have seen it and therefore you know essentially you got a ticket to just explore characters and plot lines in your own imagination. So yeah, I, 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 I'd um, happily go on opening night if there is a part two. And I yeah, hope there is a part yeah. two, because it'd be good to see where this film and franchise can go. How about you, Kyle? Uh, would you be interested in watching the sequel, considering you know, you know what happens in the end? <laughs> well, no, because the 1984 version, oh, a lot was cut or left on the editing room floor, wasn't it? So you don't know what. And like Lynch made up a load of shit that wasn't, in the book, like the bit where the cat is like they're milking the cat. Oh my so, god, yeah, it's fucking weird as fuck, man. Yeah. They're milking or this cat die. as the antidote for the poison. Yeah, so yeah. that he just for came up with that. Of course, year. he fucking did. A year. <laughs> and the uh, yeah, the 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 weirding guns. So apparently, in the books, the weirding way is like a kung fu. But David Lynch was like, I don't want to film kung fu in the desert. Sounds good to me, man. To be honest, <laughs> yes, the max. But no, they just let's make yeah. it some weird gun where you shout instead. <laughs> but yeah, I'm, I'm, I watch. I mean, fucking what? Three, four years, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Get ready, viewers. Get ready. June two. The revenge. No thanks. Has anyone, anyone else, got anything to say about this film? About uh, yeah, yeah. Me, um, me, and Dave were talking about this. Um, you know, I think it's Doctor You Are or You, the traitor. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, you said you wanted to I talk about him, yeah. much, much preferred the first film where he was out to avenge his wife yeah. rather than how they spun it in the second one where he was out to save the wife. I just thought it was kind of like a bit, not gimmicky, but like in the second one, it was like, oh, it was a bit of a letdown because I just, the way they did it in the first film was like, fucking hell, like, yeah. this guy's yeah, a badass so, motherfucker. He's just like... Yeah, if I may say, that is such a mental thing to do to sort of just so that the person that killed your wife may be killed. You're willing to fuck over a whole planet of people. Oh, yeah. It's mad, isn't it? It's, it's absolutely mad. Just so yeah. you can get your personal revenge, you will screw over everyone yeah. you've ever Deep known. Ones. It's mad. It's so good. And that yeah. just blew me away in the, in the chance, in the off chance that they'll be able to take their revenge. Oh, I was really gutted so when good. they didn't go that so way good. in the second yeah. film. But yeah. they changed who the victim was as well, because in the first film, it was the, the Mentat, the um, guy with the red fucking shit around his mouth and the massive eyebrows. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to go into the lore again here. So basically, June is all like uh, analogue, because 10,000 years before, AI had kind of took over. So there's wow. a war between humans and AI, and the humans won. Made so really? Everything now is like all um, yeah, analogue, so there's no AI at all, so which is why these... The uh, the space guild need the spice to navigate through the planets, and they have the basically the mentats replace computers. So in the uh, in the in the original film, it's the guys with the massive fucking eyebrows and like this shit around their mouth because they drink this shit to make them more clever. So they're they're like wow. human computers, but obviously in the new film, it's David Dasmalchin is the one for the Harkonnens, and for the House Atreides, it's the the black dude. But they've all got like a weird thing on their lip. Yeah, and their eyes go white when they're thinking. They've basically been bred just to be like human computers as such. Fuck I forgot. Hell. I forgot what point I was wow. going to make. Now, fucking hell, that's so cool. I don't know. That's awesome. 
what did you grab? Oh, Shaffy, I forgot what point I was going to fucking make. I can't even remember. <laughs> oh, well, <laughs> Sam. But, um, that's still awesome. No, but uh, that's quite... Do you think that's really... It's interesting that Frank Herbert is sort of writing... Yeah, that's exactly a, what I'm Writing a story that's, that, that he's saying is post-AI, when basically the concept of AI at that time would have been even not even in popular culture, let alone, you know, it'd be a sort of like a brand new thing, wouldn't it? That might be one of the later books that they announced that, though. I don't know. It might be like, because he was writing them into the 80s and stuff, wasn't he? So, But then, like, the the, the Terminator was was sort of a rip-off of one of the episodes of The Outer Limits, I believe. Is that right? Where a robot is sent back through time or something like that. I think you know films like the the Matrix and Terminator are more about warning you that, of the dangers of AI. But this is saying, well, we're over it. It's sort of like saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. This is a time where AI is just passed, and we've we're kind yeah, of gone so ahead cool. with it, which is really interesting. I wonder, maybe it might have been a bit more prevalent back in the day when it first started coming in. When you just like imagine a calculator, just like wow, this is insane like uh, you know it would be just mind-boggling even now i find a calculator mind-boggling like wow look at that it's just incredible especially like when you type in boobies five dot i three one eight zero zero eight i loved at school like you can't use a calculator you won't have a calculator in your pocket at all times uh, surprise motherfucker i do <laughs> <laughs> little bitch <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. I didn't even think about that. To be honest. <laughs> it's just, we, yeah, we, we spend our days using spreadsheets and those are basically exactly, calculators. Yeah. Yeah. Why was Sting in this movie? Like, is this the only movie he's done? Uh, have you not seen Lockstock? Come on. Quadrophenia. No Lockstock. No, really? Oh, Sting has been in about 50 films. That's like, yeah, he's been, he's, he's been in a lot of films. 50 films? I've got a question. Yeah, talking about Sting, the character Fade Ralpher is obviously going to be in the sequel. So who should play him? Now, bear in Ooh. mind that Denny Villeneuve reuses the same actors. I'm going to go with either Jake Gyllenhaal or um, Ryan Gosling, yeah. So so who who's that character? Remind me who that character is in the fir- first film. God Sting. knows. Who, who is he? Yeah, but who is he? Oh, what no, wait. I thought thingy. I thought... Um... Dave Batiste paid. No, no, no. Him. He's the other one. He's the other, the fat one. Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. So there's, so the, there's the Baron and the Baron's nephew, which is yeah. um, Stellan guards and then Batista. But then there's another one. Sting was like the thin one. Basically, there was two fat ones and then Sting. Yeah. The good looking one. Oh, yeah. okay. I thought that, da- I thought David, I can't remember his surname, played the fat guy. No, he plays the Mentat, who in the original is poisoned when Duke Atreides bites on his tooth. Oh, is that right? Brad Dor- yeah, Brad Dorif plays him, doesn't he? Yeah, right, yeah, right, yeah, right. yeah. But he should be surely be in the first film then. Yeah, they've left him out, so I'm guessing he's going to obviously appear in the second one. Like, he is like the force of... No, he doesn't do anything until the end fight where he's like, just jumping off <laughs> the down, I'm going to kill you, I'm going to kill you. Right, interesting. I don't know, but I don't think they're going to get... It. You know, Jake Gyllenhaal and um, Ryan Gosling are people that sort of are lead actors, so they're not going to get a lead actor to play. If it was me, I'd go for Paul Bettany or Robert Patterson, man. Oh, good shot. I think these sprightly well, motherfuckers can play that role. Will they go someone that's nearer to Timothy Chalamet's age, though? Pretty young. Mm. Yeah, maybe they'll get Tom Holland and fight Holy for Zendaya's yeah, love. Yeah. <laughs> 
Tom Holland wants a bit. I'm sure he's going, what's going on? I want some of this June business. And he <laughs> really, he needs a, other than the Spider-Man films, he needs a hit, doesn't he? You're doing the Uncharted film. I've not seen the trailer. Oh, it came yeah, out. Oh, yeah, 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 Uncharted. There you oh, go. Wow. So, yeah, he's, uh, so there, there you go. As I said, he needs a hit. <laughs> this might be the first gaming movie that's actually good. Really? You see, have you seen that trailer? Hell. No, I don't watch Wait, have you not seen one. Doom from 2005? <laughs> Come on, Dave. <laughs> Let's go back into video game adaptations again and talk about. I like the Silent Hill movie. Don't care. Why not? I think that's everything then. Have we covered it? Or was there anything else that anyone else wants to Shaffy said yeah. that about 12 times. I think that's everything. I think that's everything. I do think it's everything. Well, then stop being so fucking quiet then. A couple of things I've written down which never ended up being in the general conversation. Um, spice is a metaphor for oil. Ooh, cheeky. <laughs> and then the sandworms in the 2021 version look like rusty bullet holes. I think we do a one-word review for each film. Ooh. I've written two down, man, so I'm doing three, whatever. I need even sign yes. Okay, right. Um, so... Hang on, hang on. Shafi, you seem so depressed that you've watched Dune. Like, what the fuck is going on? Why do you hate it so much? <laughs> I've never seen you, like, dislike a film like this before. Actually, yeah, Shafi, do your rant, please. Yeah. Yeah, man. Be real, be I'm real, so man. interested, because you're, you're obviously the, the guy on this that knows, you know, you know your shit, man. Some oh, Shafi, I love you. Shafi, you're amazing. Andy, I love you too. I love you too, mate. Yeah, but you know what I mean. Like, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. So, so yes, this is brilliant. Buckle in for three <laughs> hours extra. The thing is, is that I, I had no interest. What, before Kyle announced this, I had no interest in watching it. And then Kyle told me the idea and I was like, oh, that's actually a good idea. I was like, that's actually... Like, mate, not even thinking about the work that we have to put, like watching <laughs> two hundred ninety-three minutes of of uh, of one into one episode, yeah. Um, yeah. and it Next was time. sort of like an enjoyable time last week. But I think, and the reason why is because with Bill Neves' films, uh, Bill Neves' films, I've never, and I don't know, we, I went to see Prisoners with Dave, and I'm not sure if Dave sort of reassessed the film. But I remember us both leaving the cinema saying, wow, that sounded really intense and it looked really pretty and handsome. We were sort of underwhelmed by it. I don't know whether, Dave, do you feel the same way about that film or? Well, it's weird. I go back and forth from that film. Um, it's every time oh, sorry, I watch not, it, sorry, I... not Prisoners. Sorry, Sicario. Sorry, not Prisoners. Oh, sorry. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, I, I, I was fucking well, well underwhelmed. Six out of ten yeah, for yeah. Sicario. Yeah, yeah really, yeah. really poor. And yeah. that's the thing, like, I think the, I think there's been a new generation of film fans that are just in love with all of this whole filmography. And he's got this habit of making these very handsome films. I feel like there's, there's no substance to them. It's, you know, and the, the, the biggest, I mean, Prisoners was a good genre film, but it did feel like watching a CSI film. It wasn't really... See- <laughs> I watched Prisoners completely out of the blue. Didn't know anything about it. That was back in the day of Love Film. The DVD just arrived through the letterbox, stuck it in. I was like, this is fucking quality. Absolutely right, loved okay. it. And I, fu- right. I really loved Arrival. Have you seen Arrival yet? Yeah, so Arrival is the one film I haven't seen. Are you all right, okay, yeah. Because Dave spoiled it for you, didn't he? Arrival is the one film I haven't <laughs> seen. But I fucking love that film. That film is so good. Yeah. Yeah, apparently yeah. That, that is the film that 
uh, has the heart and emotion that I feel is missing from most of his films. However, I actually really do like Blade Runner 2049 because, and it's not the, it's not the filmmaking that sort of bowled me over, but it's, for me, it's the, the tragedy of that main character, Ryan Gosling's character. The yeah, fact that it's so brave. I think it, it does a better job than the original Blade Runner in the fact that these themes about identity, this is a character that really is kind of spending his whole life accepting you know who he is but then something changes the course of his thinking and he questions his identity and you know it comes to a point going in spoilers here comes to a point where it's something that he wants to hold on to he's thinking i'm human and then that gets taken away from him and it, for me i was just sort of heartbroken for him and you know he had and then he has this sort of relationship with with anna de Armas as well and and Careful, that ends Andy. up so- and he's left and oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 no, this is great. I'm writing all this down. Uh, that bit where obviously he's built this whole relationship with Anna Darmus, who's I forgot her name, Joy. Is it Joy? I think so, yeah. And she's like this AI construct as yeah. such. Um, yeah. I, I've got one of those in my That's house. the closest he's going to get. It's not like her, <laughs> isn't it? Japan. <laughs> <laughs> no, so, that's, so, just a, that's just an oven mitt, and you've driven on her face. Oh, on that. <laughs> that's naughty. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that that bit where as Armas, she doesn't die as such. She just switched off, isn't she? The the yeah, yeah. stamps on her fucking yeah. machine. That's her yeah. gone, deleted from history. And then yeah. later on, he he sees the advert for her. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And it's not her. It's just the fucking yeah, yeah, generic yeah. fucking thing. It's like wow, yeah, yeah, man, yeah. that's deep. That's the thing. I you know, as I said, like I don't think the original Blade Runner didn't do that to me, and it was the writing that sort of pulled me in regarding that film and so anyway so i have these sort of feelings about his films and also in sendies as well i wasn't i think it's sort of a bit overrated but that's the film that's the french canadian film that he made before prisoners so when when june was announced i was like i closed my eyes and i knew exactly what the film that i'm that i'm imagining and it's gonna be very handsome and it's it's gonna have this great cast and but you know, it's just not going to click with me because it's this. It's the source material is this hardcore sci-fi that you know is going to be very po-faced and self-serious, and that was the film that I got to watch. But um, <laughs> wow. so I didn't really connect with any of it. And uh, the, I mean, the, well, the 1984 Lynch version, I kind of respect it for what it is. I think you know. I I think at times it feels like a BBC production, but yeah, yeah, in a way you can't really, yeah. you can't. Yeah. That's not really a fault of it. I think I think that's actually what makes it quite charming, to be honest. Yeah. And oh god, um, Shuffy, I love it's you. like a Madden eighties Doctor Who episode or something, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it, yeah, it did so feel it's like, like that. Or something yeah. and just went yeah. Brazil. If you haven't yeah. watched Brazil, so watching the remake, it did make me think of another film. Now, <laughs> wow! Here we go. Here we go. You need to bear with me. It made me think of Tropic Thunder. Now, this is, <laughs> oh, yeah, this is no. like, <laughs> oh, that's wow. right. And then when you I was legends. leaving, I heard a load of people say that they're like, "Doesn't that remind you of Tropic Thunder?" And I was like, "Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah." That girl when she left, oh, Shafi, you gone full on <laughs> retard, man. You gone full on <laughs> retard. Why don't you go around and literally? Go fuck your own face, Shappy. What are you talking about? <laughs> Apple bud and jeans. So, uh, I will drink my down that goo. My criticism of Tropic Thunder is that it's a film... Well, it's I problematic, like, for one. Well, yeah, but 
I think the problem with that film, after it finished, I was like, everyone was too sort of loud. Everyone was sort, every actor was turning up to 11 and none of the leads were like really the straight guy. It was just sort of loads of people trying to outdo each other in as far as sort of getting the spotlight. And if you watch Tropic Thunder, that's the very thing they're taking the piss out of. They're saying, well, these actors are more sort of driven by their ego rather than sort of, you know, caring about what is actually, you know, the film they're trying to make. For your consideration. Yeah. So it reminded me, when I say it reminds me of, of Tropic Thunder, Dune is doing exactly the thing that it's making a comment about. It's a film about colonialism, but then it's got all these like Middle Eastern elements, like these girls in niqabs and, you know, it's sort of set in like wide deserts and you know, they, they've got all these sort of Bedouin type characters. I know probably people will be listening to this are going, well, they're not actual real people. They're you know, fictional, but... We've not even got into that, man. Like Mwadib is like an Arabic name and there's all sorts of stuff yeah, in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's loads of Arabic phrases that are sort of like, you know, all these white actors are sort of awkwardly trying to pronounce. Apparently, and, apparently uh, the word jihad is in the original book, like, yeah, quite yeah, a lot. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. no, it's said, yeah. it's said in the first film as well. Okay. Yeah, it's in the film, yeah. So the thing is, is that in a way, that's what it's sort of strip mining bits of like Mena culture, like Arabic and, and North African culture. But thing is, is there's, no, there's no Arabic actors in any of the cast. So when it comes to the um, Freeman or Fremen, is that how you pronounce it? Yeah. There, there's no, you know, basically Avia Bardem's doing brown face and there's no, and also fucking hands him a score. If I hear that wailing woman in the, in the background again, it's just going to sort of wind <laughs> me up even more. <laughs> yeah, they didn't get anyone, you know, even sort of regarding the, the costume design, it's all white people. So n- no one creatively behind the scenes is f- from that culture and n- none of the, the actors are. So yeah, it just sort of like, it's just one of those things where somehow we're 2021, but still we're not, we're not being sort of progressive or anything. That's, that's really interesting, man, because one of the videos yeah. I watched on YouTube was like the original cast was like completely white. Even like Dr. Yuen, Dean Stockwell, was like a, an Asian name. Yeah, yeah. And he's, he's a white guy. Sort of, he's got this sort he's of got like the Fu Manchu tash, doesn't he? But obviously they make him Asian yeah. this, but they're like, oh yeah, the cast is really diverse in this one. So you've got like Zendaya and the guy that uh, Timothy Chalamet kills at the end. And they swap yeah. Max von Sydow for, um, yeah. forgotten her name, yeah. but she's in, quite, she's in Bad Girls on telly like <laughs> years yeah. ago. Yeah. But yeah, you're right. It's probably not progressive enough if they've got all these... Arabic influences and characters yeah. and language, and there's no one Arabic in the film. Yeah, right? and it's a film about colonialism. Yeah, Shati so keeps it real, like... man. We're just three dumb guys talking shit about. I know, I know. It's so embarrassing. Sorry, when I hear sorry. I know, I know. I it's the worms are like buttholes, and then Shafi's like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. actually, it's about colonialism. <laughs> yeah, it's just embarrassing. I'm sorry. I've let everyone down. <laughs> no, that's why I was the boy. Minecraft force field. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but anyway, that's, that's it. I'm my... leaving. I'm, I'm just I'm, I'm done. I can't. I'm so embarrassed with my stupidity. To be honest, pal, edit out the first hour and a half of this and just put Shafi's bit out and then, then end it. Yeah, that's a really good idea, actually. Look, listen, I've got a very small voice in this sort of conversation because nah, you're the majority, the majority, if you look at Rotten Tomatoes or if you look at my, uh, very sort of bright people that are 
writing reviews, they're bowled over by this second film. They think it's amazing. So, I, you know, I'm not going to sort of shut them up. Shaft, can you saying... do that three-minute quiz again and ask me what this film is about? <laughs> and I will edit my fucking <laughs> rambling shit two hours ago and I'll talk about colonialism. Where does it sound? You're not necessarily slagging the film off, though, are you? You're just making a point. It's just, yeah, I, we're just talking about standards in the film industry. Yeah. And, yeah. You know, but the thing is, is that I'll end in this point, is that, so Ridley Scott, someone said to him, I think there was a, he's been accused of whitewashing before and I can't remember what film specifically. And he said, um, well, at the end of the day, I've got quite a large budget and I can't have it being led by Mohammed so-and-so. And, wow. And then he's made a, a most recent film called The Last Duel, with all white leads and the film flopped. So mm-hmm. it looks fucking yeah. wank as well, that film, man. Oh, I, was, it so I saw the trailer and it just looks shit, yeah. Oh, oh you, no. you ended that trailer saying it looks good, Dave. I thought you said you thought it looks good. No, what? No, no I didn't. Maybe. Oh, I thought okay. you said it looked good, but maybe I'm wrong, I think. No, no. Okay, this is going to make my film choice pretty. <laughs> 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 the last draw. <laughs> <laughs> okay, just going to look up films at the cinema quickly. <laughs> Choose a gritty film from 1984. Nah, I don't get the point of that. <laughs> uh, okay, so let's do one-word reviews then. It's the one-word review. One-word review. One-word review from us to you. Except for Dave, who says, it's the best. So, we'll start with Andy. What is your one-word review of both the 1984 yeah, first the 1984 film. Uh, out there. And the 2021 film. Marmite. Okay. And what about you, Kyle? What's the, your one review of the 1984 film? Absurd. <laughs> and what about the 2021 film? Circumspect. Fucking hell, we are taking <laughs> things up. And, uh, and Dave, what is your... One review of the 1984 film. Fucking mental. <laughs> yeah, <true. laughs> yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. And the uh, 2021 film. Fucking well good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nice. All right, cool. So now we're, we've got to round three? No, round four. We got to round, round four. Really? Shit, yeah, wow. yeah. Round four, yeah, yeah. Okay, so Andy, have you actually picked the last yep. jewel? No, 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 not no. at all, not at all. Right. So I'm introducing a rule round. So I think every so often we do a rule round where there are certain rules that you have to stick to when picking a film. So it might be has to be an animated film, has to be bloody blah, blah, whatever, whatever. This rule round is going to be not a film from 1984. <laughs> Great. Great. Okay. Oh, I agree. So Andy, what is your choice? Okay, so guys, I've chosen the 2005 film Doom. That's a joke, <laughs> oh, by the way. That's a joke. That's a joke. I was excited. Right, let me say it again. Let me say it again. Let me say it again. All right, guys. I have chosen 2021 film entitled The Harder They Fall. Oh, shit. I really want to watch that. Yeah, yeah. Is that out? Is that out now or is it out next week? So it's, it's out in a few weeks on Netflix. Oh, you the trailer are is invited so good. to my house to watch it. Kyle, if you want to watch it at the same time and zoom in or whatever. Oh, that's the Western free. film. Yeah, Shafi sent the video a while back, yeah. Yeah, it's an American Western film. Um, it's, got one of the, it's got the best cast ever. Crazy. 
It looks, it's got the best cast ever. Our boy Lakeith yeah. Stanfield's in it. So I think it's out early November. In fact, here we go. Streaming on Netflix November the 3rd. Thank you very much. Shafi, do you know what time it is? Uh, no, what time is it? We, we workshopped this all week, man. What the fuck? Um, anyway. Dave, do you know what the fuck these two guys are talking about? <laughs> it's time for Shafi to just get his dick out, I think. <laughs> it's time to release. Okay, guys. It's time for the popcorn post bag. Oh, yeah! It's the popcorn post bag. Tweet us if you're feeling glad. Success or fail. Send it in an email. Popcorn post bag. Leave a like so we can brag. Maybe read it out on air. The popcorn post bag. Yeah! <laughs> That's really good. We've got two bits of posts in the popcorn post bag. We've got an email and we've got a. Uh, a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. So this was from, um, I think, pronounced Gik1, G-I-C-Q-1. Came across this podcast and thought I would give it a go. So glad I did, exclamation mark, exclamation mark, exclamation mark. So easy to listen to and so funny, more exclamation marks. Uh, can't wait to listen to some more and also check out some of the films they talk about. Well, thank you, Jik1. Uh, if you want to just tell yeah, your friends you about us, much. that would be great. Thank you. And then we've also got a message here saying, I just listened to your Mortal Kombat episodes. You guys were like a group of tourists trying to describe the Amazon rainforest. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Well done. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> we're not gamers, as we said, yeah. Andy, let the people know how they can get in touch with us. Okay, you can get in touch with us at the... Popcorn postbag. Please send any questions, comments, praise, hate mail, or one-word reviews to who dropped the popcorn at gmail.com or like, follow, harass us on Twitter at WhoPopcorn or on Instagram at Who Dropped the Popcorn. You can also leave a review on your podcast app and please remember to like and subscribe. You've been listening to Who Dropped the Popcorn. We really appreciate it. See you soon. Bye. Bye. Cheers. Bye. Bye.